Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. A magic kingdom where the young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. everyone and welcome to the happiest podcast on earth i'm andrew bailey and welcome to a very special episode yes that is right you're listening to part of the happiest podcast interview series where we interview some of the big names that have made a huge impact on the disney community i'm joined with old jared here jumbo everyone jumbo and today we have a very very special guest i know you've heard his music you've probably seen his face and you Definitely 100% know his voice, but you may not know his name. Don't worry, though. We've got you covered here at the Happiest Podcast on Earth. I am joined, and Jared's joined, with Mr. Mike Brissell. Hey. What's up, Thanks, Mike? Uh, thanks for having me here, guys. I appreciate it. It's nice to be here. I'm just chilling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what, that's what it's all about. That's all we can do for the most part. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're not kidding. Ooh, oh. me. Yep, sit there and twiddle your thumbs. So that's, that's what we're right. all about. <laughs> what a crazy, crazy time! I can't believe it. Unreal, unreal, yeah, unreal. We'll never see it again. I'm guessing. Hopefully no, not. We'll I, I hope not. Hey, I'm a positive guy. I try to stay positive. Yeah. yeah, heck yeah. Speaking of positive, though, I just have to say this. So, the reason we were able to get uh, Mr. Brissell on here is because I work with his son Nick, who. I, I like. I heard you guys talking a little bit on your Facebook Live uh, thing that you guys did a couple weeks ago, and it's clear to see where Nick gets his positivity, because <laughs> Nick is just like he's he is Jared. I'm telling you, nicest guy you'll ever meet. Just comes I in love with it. a big old smile on his face, like it's awesome. I've seen Nick on a bad day, and he's like, I'm just I'm just not having a good day, and I'm like, really? <laughs> this is this is like everyone's normal day. Are you kidding? That's me? amazing. Yeah, Nick is as positive as a plus side. I love that. Yeah. Well, he says he gets it from you. <laughs> well, then I get it from my dad. How about that? There you <laughs> get it. Runs in the family. <laughs> it does. It totally does. Hey, uh, dad. No, he's a good, to, good son. To my dad, learn something from these guys. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> That's uh, funny. All right. So for those of you that do not know, uh, Mr. Mike Purcell. Uh, he is the voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland People Mover, formerly the Tomorrowland Transit <laughs> Authority. Uh, so once again, thank you for being here. There's a, probably some things that you've heard or seen that he's also done and you just might not know. But like I said, we're here and we're going to give you the lowdown. Uh, so we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it if you don't care. Oh, and- yeah. Uh, for, first question, how'd you, how'd you get started with like in your career? Like, like where did all this come from? Oh, that's a great question. Of course. Um, just when I was young, uh, born fourth out of five brothers in Ohio, just in the Midwest there. And I had a lot of time to myself, to be honest with you. And I'll just make this very short because you have time to yourself. I mean, I played with my brothers and all that stuff, but, uh, I, I had a lot of time with a cassette, <laughs> a cassette radio that I used to record songs off of things that were popular, uh, 
or at, at the time I loved music and then music just it just seeped into my DNA music did I was a big fan of cartoons um you know Tom and Jerry uh He-Man um all the the old greats I love that stuff um but all the voiceovers done by Mel Blanc back then with Warner Brothers it was just absolutely amazing when I found that out that he did all these different voices so that was captivating for me as a youth and that all just kind of stayed with me and mm. I grew up with all that and just at the time as uh, I was getting ready to graduate uh, high school I kind of knew that the entertainment industry was the place for me so I, I headed out to California and uh, that was that awesome that's awesome wow well, you, you you were talking about your music, so and this is one of those things that people may not know about you. You composed the music for the Magic Kingdom Space Mountain ride track, correct? That is absolutely correct. What a huge honor! Absolutely, that's, very, that very is proud. so cool. Mind blowing. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> how do you? It is crazy. So how did you get started with Disney? Then, like, how does that work out? When you know, do they? Like, were they asking, all right, we want composed work? Like, how did you first get started with them? And I guess, like, the process of, all right, now I'm with Disney. I, I guess once you're in, I'm sure it's like, okay, we could use you for this, 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 this. How did it get you know, started with Disney? That That's a great point you make, because that's exactly what I thought. You know, once you're in, it, you, they kind of see all sides of you and what you can offer, and they're like, oh, okay, we'll take this, this, and this. They'll just kind of cherry-pick your talent when they need it. Mm -hmm. uh, if if you have talent, uh, <laughs> True. you have, to have that first. Uh, but no, it didn't happen like that at all. Wow. No, no. That, for me, when I went into Disney, uh, I, I came in as a PA on their animation side, working on Fantasia. I'm sorry, Fantasia 2000 out in California. That's how oh, I first got that's cool. involved with Disney. Yeah. Uh, so I had no idea that this whole music and voiceover thing was going to happen in Orlando because that's where it happened. But mm -hmm. uh, when you get in, you're that thing that they hired you for and that's pretty much it like okay. for you to raise your hand and go hey uh, i can do other stuff they're like yeah yeah but we've got like celebrities to do <laughs> so just go ahead and sit down <laughs> put your hand down and continue to work <laughs> and you go yes sir uh no yeah, what, what happens from, from that point i'll i'll, I'll uh I'll tell you the story for me, and it happened this way. And it's really all about relationships, and that's no joke. And I know mm -hmm. you guys understand the power of working with uh, relationships and people, and that's just how you get That's how we got you life. here. Amen. Hey, this is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying, and that's exactly yeah. how I got this job. So here's how it happened. Uh, I was working at Disney for a good long time. 2003 is when it all ended for all of us in Florida at the animation studio. No problem. I'm continuing on in my entertainment career, and I have a friend, as a matter of fact. I need to give big props to big ups to Charles Moore is his name a good guy very very good guy great family and he and I had talked about doing some voiceover before uh, mm -hmm. we were connected through a homeschool co-op I believe is really how we in, uh, ended up meeting and he said you know what um, I'm going to put your name around at some of the circles uh, down here because he was involved in media production I was like wow that's cool yeah and so I got called for a couple of auditions and I went in to do them and I think my name got passed around and uh, I ended up uh, starting to do an audition uh, I'm sorry I ended up doing an audition for the the Disney uh, monorail and bus transportation system oh. I didn't land that gig but I think it went to those that were inside Disney and wanted to hear more so uh, it, it just it was a simple question to do some more auditions and so 
I did for uh, my producer, uh, who's not there any longer, but he's the one that uh, opened the door for me wow. there at Disney. It was just a simple audition. That's how it happened. That's so cool. That's cool. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's something you wouldn't expect. It's Disney, like that. right? Yeah. yeah. And they're supposed to do this big, you know, fireworks happen when you walk in. And they're supposed to be, you know, that, no, it's, it's it's not like that. And of course, it's just a, a guy saying, hey, can you do this? And you're like, yes or no. And and you end up saying yes, of course. And then you, yeah. you go try it. And if they like it, then you're in. It's kind of like that. That's cool. awesome. Um, it's the coolest thing in the world. I love it. Now, now I see. I was I was doing a little bit of research, and that's how I found out about the Space Mountain thing. But Nick told me that you were the uh, inspiration behind Cobra Bubbles and Doctor Joshua Stronger Sweet from Atlantis: The Lost Empire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how, how? What? Like, what is that like? Like, that has got to be some just mind blowing process. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's all these things do come just rather sneakily, if I could say that. Honestly, it's, it's no big fanfare. You're just working, right? You're working with these people. You build up, like I said, relationships with them. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, one person asks you to come into their office. They're animating. And they ask you to sit down. And they pose you for a minute. And you ask, what you, what, hey, so what, what are you drawing there? And they're like, hey, you know, don't worry about it. Just keep posing here. Just move here. Keep still. And all of a sudden, he comes back saying, hey, look, this is uh, the the model that I'm going to try to get approved for, um, for Joshua Sweet. I'm like, what? Dr. Sweet, are you kidding me? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm going to see. I'm going to try. And they came back and got approved. And that's, uh, that's the first time that I, that happened for me. And I just, I was, I couldn't believe it. Cause I didn't know that, that they end up taking inspiration from, you know, wherever they get it from mm-hmm. to come up with a character that they like. And, uh, it, it happened to be that that's, that was part that's of awesome. the, 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 uh, structure of, Dr. Sweet. And then that moved on um, to other productions as well. Because, of course, I told people, hey, do you know? <laughs> yeah, hey, man. Use that. A, a, yeah, heck yeah. That's a resume uh, right there. That's just, what I'm talking about. Which just, doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? We're yes, talking sir. about Disney films <laughs> and, and being a character or a caricature there or having your face in there. This is insane. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh so it's awesome. Gosh. But it's the coolest thing in the world, and that's how it happened. Do you ever look it. at Nick uh, at the movies and be like, hey, that's your dad? <laughs> no, but I'm going to do that now. There it is. You should. Do they, you should. Does the character relate to like, are you, do you feel like you are that character? Uh, like, no, actually, I, I don't. And that's you're okay. like, they could have done a better job with this. <laughs> <laughs> I could never say that to them. <laughs> They're spectacularly professional and talented. And of course, they wrote for the story that they were writing for. That's so right. it, it worked just perfectly in Atlantis and all the other stories. There. That's so Beautiful. cool. Well, cool. Do, do you ever get like recognized for and like your voice, like does your voice ever get recognized or like does anyone ever like, you know, you kind of look like Cobra Bubbles. No, I don't. And that's just <laughs> fine with me. Oh, I, that's not one problem at all. <laughs> I like still being able to go to the store and not, you know, not have anything happen. I love that. I, I'm glad. It's just a nice family kind of thing that, that we Amen. all, I, I think, enjoy. And, and that's nice. And I, I'll have it like that. Then. That's not a problem. It's, it's awesome. gotta, it does kind of have to be cool because like, you know, you still get all your normalcy of whatnot, but like at the same time, you can like, look at your grandkids one day and just be like, Oh yeah, I did that. And that's me. And like, 
your work has impacted literally millions, like millions of people. And that is just, just, it's got, that's just mind boggling to me. So like yeah. for me, like I have had goosebumps like three different times, like just talking because I've like, and I've always told Nick, I've wanted to talk to you. Like, I told him, I was like, if your dad's ever down here, please, can I get a beer with that man? I want to buy him a beer. Look, I'll buy you one back. I love hey, it. Uh, that's, that's fine by me. You heard it right, here. Right. Great beer, great company. It's a verbal yeah. contract. <laughs> Don't hold me to that. Ah, uh, you can hold me to it. It's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, which attraction did you – okay. And you may not want to answer this one. That's fine. Which, which ride that you've, like, narrated and spieled for do you like more? Oh, wow. Wow. You know what? You don't have to answer. It's okay. No, you it's have okay. to answer. Now you have to. I, <laughs> I think I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to. I'm going to say the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. Oh, okay. that, see, I, I'm a big People Mover guy. Okay, but that like literally. So this one was like one of those ones. I was like, my. I was telling my uh, my friends that I, you know, we were doing this interview, and one of my buddies really wanted to know, did you come up with the Tom Morrow joke that they do or paging Mr. Morrow? Is that you? Everybody loves that joke. Everybody. No, I did not come up with that joke. I did, I ah. did not. And I, no, and I think they actually had it there uh, even before they uh, even before they used me on the spiel. I think oh, okay. they had that yeah, okay. all the way throughout. That's been there for years. You Everyone should, loves that. You should so, claim that. Like, just claim it. I can't like, do it. I can't do it. Trademark. I can't. <laughs> Disney would have me off that ride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, They're I, into I, that. That's, that's fair. <laughs> But I want to I want to explain why I like that uh, that voiceover, and here's why. For me, it is the coolest thing to say. Hey, I narrate an attraction at uh, Magic Kingdom. That's one thing, right? Mm -hmm. But then I mm -hmm. narrate an attraction that runs through an attraction that I, I wrote the music for. That, that true. is the coolest thing in true. the world. You're starting to I, own I, Tomorrowland. Wait, you did the music for People Movers, <laughs> well. Oh, oh, okay. Space Space Mountain. Mountain. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm sorry. I misunderstood because I was like, wait, he did both? No, that would be cool too. <laughs> yeah. He is owning Tomorrowland. <laughs> if you could do any ride, like like Spiel or even, we'll say Spiel or do the music in any ride, in any park, like in the country, like in the world, what would it be and why? Oh, any park in the world, you say? Yes, any, just I mean, whatever you want. What, what it's like, hey, you, Mike, you've got creative feel for whatever. You can do any of the spiels or any of the music. Go. Oh man, <laughs> that, that is that's huge. Uh, I I don't know if I have an immediate answer, or if like uh, even just Disney World. Like, do you have a ride at Disney World that is like narrated that you'd be like, man, I I would tear this thing apart. I would dominate this narration. No, I don't, because they got they they I I don't because they got amazing people uh, doing this stuff. They really do. I, and I I find myself you should understand on the outside going, how did I even get this job? So there's no way I feel like I could take or do those things better, any better than I would do what I normally do. They would have to hire me for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel yes. like I could do it that way. But I'll tell you this: that whole Epcot show, the water shows, yeah. any of those fireworks shows. Oh my goodness! I would love to do one of those. That would be that cool. would be so like bring back no. That's loop, they just need uh, to have you do. Uh, what's the new show going to be called? The new uh, Epcot Fireworks Show. 
Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Oh, they, God. They, not Epcot Forever. That was, that was the replacement, wasn't it? I'm looking. It was. Yeah, it's – well, no, Epcot Forever is the replacement. But they're, yeah. they're the next one coming out, like, I'm putting my vote for it. But also, just the way you talk, and it's just so – Funny and Jerry, you don't know this because you don't know Nick, and I know none of the listeners can appreciate this. Disney Harmonious. Dis- okay, Harmonious. Yeah, sorry, oh, they just they need to have you doing that. You just need to be running all the narratives. But <laughs> you're like, I get, I see where Nick gets to the, how humble he is, mm-hmm. and like, it's just uh, this is just That's so cool. Because you, I mean, just such a nice guy with so, all this. Mike, I have a quick question. Yeah. So when they. When you do like in the re- when you're in the recording studio and you're doing this, how long does it take to basically like? Can you do it in a day where it's just like, all right, we're just gonna rock this out full day, or did it take like a week to narrate it? I mean, obviously you have to kind of study or read off of you know a sheet and everything, but how long did it take to narrate? Say like Living with the Land or you know uh, the TTA People Mover. Roughly, how long does that take to record? That's a great question. Well, that that process once you get the. Uh... Once they hand you the um, the script, you take a look at it. It's a couple pages long, maybe five to ten pages long, just depending on spacing and what they want. They'll have alt lines in there, you know, alternate lines and things that they really want to capture while you're there. So they'll book you for a good couple of hours. It could be four hours, like the the part of, first part of the morning. Uh, and if they need it, the second part of the afternoon or the afternoon, I'm sorry. And if they need it, another day, perhaps just okay. pickups, cleanups, uh, just to be sure that they need something. Maybe you uh, mispronounce something that they didn't catch the first time, things like that. Um, so you just go in and you start knocking it out. And of course, they're hiring you because you're supposed to be a professional at what you're doing. So you're mm-hmm. going to get through it fairly quickly. They're going to give you direction in the beginning. And they'll take it line by line if they need to, or section by section for sure. And just make sure that you're punctuating the, the, the right word and the right sentence with the right meaning and the right cohesion around everything. You know, you got to stay up and excited. And sometimes as a voice actor, you're, you know, you start speaking and you end up just kind of bringing your voice down like usual. You know, when you get really excited, you're up like this. And if the whole thing's supposed to be that way, then you've got to maintain that energy. So it can take some stuff stuff out of you. Yeah, but it it doesn't take too long. Love it. Do you have, real quickly, do you have a piece of narration that we can just hear? Personally, I'm a living with the land guy. So do you have anything from living with the land? If you want to do the whole spiel, go for it. I mean, we got time. Whatever. I don't even know. Do you still have the whole spiel with you or what? Heck yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to keep that forever. I love That's it. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. <laughs> it is the coolest. Okay, so I'll give you a little something, something. How about this? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. These crops taste as good as they look. In oh. fact, we serve more than 15 tons of produce from our greenhouses and restaurants here at the land every year. Oh, that oh is God, so I like goosebumps listening to that. Oh, that's, oh, that's so weird, Mike. I don't mean to be creepy, but it's so cool. Like, that's just, it literally brings you to the attraction just hearing it in your voice. <laughs> well, I love it. And I got to tell you this, though. You know, as I, as I gave you my answer earlier with the uh, TTA, I do love that for that reason. But I do love living with the land. And I love yeah. it because oh. we always enjoyed it. My family did. Just going to Epcot and uh, having a seat on the boat, being in the dark and the cool when it was just so hot outside. Oh, yeah. It was just so mm-hmm. nice and, and just quiet and comfortable and peaceful. And it was mm-hmm. just really nice. So I do like it. 
I, I will I say really do. both attractions are ones that, I mean, I mean, actually TTA people mover is some people's like favorite attraction, but I, I don't ever hear people like rip that, like living with the land or the people mover is just like a bad attraction by any means, or no, every, they don't like it. Like it is secretly like one of those attractions. I think everyone enjoys I like everyone yeah, listening absolutely. to this yes. has guaranteed been on both and they enjoy that attraction. So. Oh, it's um, hard not to, uh, right? You just sit so down good. taking it in. Yeah. It's, it's just good. It's really cool. Love it's, it. It's awesome. I, I, so like, I love my favorite time to ride people mover is at night. Like, I just think it's so cool. Like I just, it looks awesome. And, but like on those hot days you get in that space mountain tunnel and it's just relaxing and cool and you get that little breeze. Oh yeah. It's yeah, awesome. absolutely. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's what I love about that too. I do. Uh, and that's just that right there. As a matter of fact, is where I got the space mountain gig. It was right outside awesome. of the TTA. Uh, we were there at night, as you guys were talking about. And this was after the park closed. And so they invited me into to the, the TTA to go listen to how everything was recorded and how it actually played out. So we got a chance to ride the attraction all the way around and, and hear all the trigger points so you could hear the narration, make sure everything worked out. And so we're just walking, just a casual, you know, two people just walking around. He's like, hey, uh, my producer asks, hey, do you write music? And that's how it started. <laughs> what? Yes, that's it. That's how it started. That, yes, that was my reaction. You're right. That's exactly what I said. I said, what? He, he goes, yeah, okay. Because I said, yes, I do. And he goes, well, we might have something for you. We might have hmm. something for you. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what it's this like, thing is. Walking around in the Magic Kingdom at night. <laughs> what could you have for me? <laughs> just an e-ticket attraction. Yeah, yeah. That's so this cool. This is insane. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to share that little bit with you because that always stuck with me in my head. Like, this is how it happens? Or this is what's happening with me, I should say. But that is the coolest name. What a blessing, honestly. Amen. Awesome. awesome. Cool. Thank you guys well, so thank much. Thank you again, Mike. Thank yeah, you. we'll reach out to Nick and we'll send you a shirt. What size do you want? Oh, I'm a double XL. <laughs> you got it, baby. You got it. We got you. your way. Oh, thank you cool. guys so much. Honestly, yeah. I appreciate you. You're the man, Mike. Thank you. You guys right. too. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. much. <laughs> you too. Have a good bye. Bye bye. You too.